0: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Patriot Strong. I have two amazing guests joining me tonight, Christine and Jason from uh, We the People in Canton, Ohio. You guys are going to want to get your pen and pencils and uh, jot down some of this information about upcoming events and. Uh, everything that's going on, because it has blown my socks off. We were chatting just a little bit before I started to record. And take it from me whenever I say, if you are local, you're going to want to jot this down. So uh, you guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it.
1: Uh, Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you so much, Courtney. And if you guys um, want to introduce yourself to my audience a little bit of background with you guys, how you got started or interested, just in general, and then we'll dive into We the People itself.
1: You okay, go. Uh,
2: okay, my name is Christine Gingrich. Um, I've always been a resident of Ohio. I've always lived in Ohio. Um, never have moved anywhere else. Um, I went to uh, got some uh, several degrees uh, I got my music education degree from Malone University back in 2005 I got a master's in um, choral conducting from the University of Akron in 2010 and um, sadly both of those uh, schools have gone a little woke liberal but yes along with the rest of them so uh, you know, they still are that way. I'm really glad I actually graduated college before all this nonsense happened. Um, but I believe that I have gone always to a very strong, conservative-minded church, um, patriotic church, um, maybe not in the very beginning, but in the last several churches I've gone to, including the church I go to now, uh, I feel like those churches were, and, and still are, mm-hmm. churches that have really, um, are are patriotic in nature. And um, actually my former pastor ran for Congress at one point, he ran twice. So he was constantly preaching about, you know, and sharing about, you know, our our history and uh, uh, the political world. So I got a lot of that, and I kind of started becoming a little more interested at that point. Um, But really the point I started becoming awake and aware of- um,
1: Awake, not woke.
2: Right, exactly. (laughs) Awake, not woke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <make sure>. um, <laughs> during this whole process was probably when the when the shutdown happened in, in March of 2020 I was teaching school in a Catholic school and um there was talk of possible shutdown And I thought what does that mean you know and they were our principal was saying that we will do everything possible to not shut down Well, we ended up shutting down like everybody else um went virtual and um I started kind of wondering what is going on asking questions and uh, and then I started really paying attention and listening to people through social media, through podcasts, through whatever, and realized there is something going on here. <laughs> so I think I really started paying attention during first of the shutdown, the first of all the shutdown, and then through the rest of the <clears> one. <throat> started becoming more involved in what was
1: happening. Yeah.
2: What about awesome.
1: you, Yeah, so um so I grew up I'll just kind of go back real quick and kind of brief over I grew up Amish so at 21 when I left the Amish I was excommunicated and so I went kind of went wild for a while and was never involved in anything like politics I I wasn't even really aware of how the country worked I mean I was just you know you think of an Amish boy till 21 you leave you get excommunicated and then you go wild for 10 years and uh you know, really was, I mean, I thought politics was definitely not for normal people, right? And I I think that's a point that I want to make is that, and I've been saying this lately, I want to take the political off of politics because the political structure should really be our civic duty. And I so did not see it that way. And I know still some people don't see it that way. And so that is part of my heart and, you know, our mission is to take the political off the politics. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so if you look at where I came up to that that point, completely, um, you know, and never thought I'd be where I'm at today. But, um, and then just, I'll touch on this real briefly. In March of 2012, um, I grew up in Indiana. That's where I was Amish and left in Indiana. In March of 2012, I was living in Pekin, Indiana. And uh, I was in a tornado actually. A tornado came. um, We knew it was going to come through there. So I ran next door and grabbed my buddy and his wife. And their three kids. um, Pulled them out of their trailer. I lived in a double wide, but I had an addition and much more secure than their trailer. So we saw the tornado coming and uh, ran over and got the family, brought them into my double wide, and the tornado hit us squarely. And it actually killed the whole family. I was the only guy to survive. So that's kind of... A wild story in itself right there. Um, you know, and then from there I went, uh, I had 14 broken bones. I've got uh, like 22 screws in this left arm and should have obviously not survived it. I got thrown almost a quarter mile. And, uh, you know, so the reason I often tell this story is because a lot of my life and where I'm at today is, is, is uh, comes from, so I went through addiction after that. Obviously, I got hooked on my pain meds. Um, I went through PTSD and depression and, you know, just every, the worst, lowest, darkest place and, uh, and, and, you know, by the grace of God and, and um, some amazing people around me and, and just, uh, it's just and a lot of hard work. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I journal, I literally, I always say I almost journaled my way out of, of that darkness, mm-hmm. but uh, I got sober uh, around five years ago. I've been sober and, uh, but what. What that did for me is it gave me a drive to find something that I'm passionate about. You know, we can, we all have, we go to work and we make some money, right? And we have the things we enjoy and we go, we, whatever you're hunting or fishing or traveling or whatever, but those things for me didn't bring the fulfillment that I needed to, to keep me out of trouble. Right. So I was always falling back into this, this place where um you know I get pulled back into these things and I started to realize a lot of it was because I didn't have purpose I didn't really have something that I felt called to and that you know that made a difference in the world and so kind of fast forwarding to I'm going to go to March of 2020 when this started to happen um I've always also you know we grew up conservative obviously Amish and we you know didn't understand the constitution, but you know, our basic values are that. And I think most Americans actually, if you haven't gone totally radical, just mad out there, liberal left, you are just going to, the majority of Americans believe in these fu- fundamental values. Um, you know, we, we wanna raise our kids, we wanna go to church, we wanna f- go fishing and do our thing. And, and that's, and you know, there's basic values, but, um, you know, so I had those values. And at 20, March of 2020, I remember I did a, I don't know if I did a live or I did a post on Instagram about, I went, I, I talked a little bit about my addiction and how many people die every year from addiction. You know, all these overdoses, it's a, literally, a should be a national emergency. The heroin that's coming in and the fentanyl, and it's not heroin yeah, anymore, it's fentanyl, basically elephant tranquilizer. And uh, you know, I ran into a little bit of it when I was out using, and I know how dangerous it is, and I know how many people die from this, and I've seen people die from it. I should have died, but for the grace of God, right? And I'm looking at this picture. They're shutting down the country over this virus that we know nothing about that has just gotten here. Um, The panic and the fear mongering that was happening, and I did this post about you know addiction, how many people it kills, and all that stuff, and. I thought this does not make sense and that thought in itself literally is was the was the foundation kind of of where I'm at today with how hard we fight with our group and what we do how we advocate uh, and and it it's like I always say the the the, uh, the devil always shows his real true hand at some point right yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, there's always that point and so that was really my point you know where I was like okay. There's no way this this can be what they're telling us it is, and so and then that's kind of uh, you know the the beginning of it all for me.
0: Well, that's an amazing story, and first of all, congratulations on your recovery and your so being sober. Um, I know that's a a hard thing to stick to, so congratulations on that. that uh, that's that's really that's awesome.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, both of your guys' stories about where, like the turning point that you guys made to like kind of look into this a, a lot more is similar to mine. Um, Christine, you said that you were a teacher. I graduated from UC with a degree in early childhood education. I was a teacher for eight years. Um, you know, the company that I worked for was bought out by another company that went totally completely left. They were masking the two-year-olds during this time, uh, you know, introduced an entire LGBT curriculum. um, And eventually it was enough, is enough. You know, I was with not that same company, but there for eight years, um, they uh, said basically either get vaccinated or you're gonna test weekly for Mm -hmm. this and I didn't. So they fired me, but what happened uh, Originally, um, like where I got started in all this, my husband and I went on Donald Trump's campaign trail. We went to a couple uh, events here in Cincinnati, and, uh, um, you know, the next day, all these news channels and headlines were misconstruing quotes that he said or things that happened. (laughs) And I'm like if people don't know that they have other media outlets, that they can actually get the truth of what's happening, then this is what they're going to believe. Um, And that's kind of whenever I nosedived hard into politics because I was not interested in it at all before. But um, I think we have a common ground trying to bring truth to people and You know, that's kind of where everybody's story begins, I think, in one way
2: or another. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's interesting that there's so many that we've talked to since this whole thing happened, saying that we were never interested in politics before until now. (laughs) And like Jason said, it's really not about politics. It has to do more with the culture of our country and our state. Yeah. So um,
0: I know that you guys at some point came together to create We the People. Do you want to tell a little bit about that and how your group got started and kind of the background information on that?
2: Sure. Um, well, actually, Jason and um, this other man named Jonathan, they both attend our uh, we we all go to the same church. A lot of the uh, the founding members go to the same church, so we had our first meeting on Saturday, January the thirtieth. Um, a lot oh, of us had gone to Saturday? It was a Saturday. Wow! I didn't yeah, know that. we so mm. Jason and Jonathan had been talking. I should probably let him tell this, but they had been talking um, about everything that's been going on because a lot of us had attended the Trump um, rally in DC on the sixth
1: and the 15th and the 6th actually right were you there on the 15th too of january december oh Jericho yes March. yes yeah so yes we had been to both of them yes yeah. in
2: december and then also in january yeah just a small group of us was there in december and then a larger group in january so um jason and jonathan had been talking that they need to do something we need to do something and so they called an emergency meeting several hours before we actually had the meeting, and seven of us showed up at Mulligan's Pub in Canton, um, and Jason was among them, and Jonathan, of course, and, you know, so seven of us came together, and so that was our first meeting. Um, so that's how yeah. I really got started.
1: Yeah, I'll just piggyback on that real quick and kind of, you know, it was about these. the, uh, am I allowed to say stolen election? Yeah, I'm not decoding on YouTube, so you'll be fine. It's kind of a joke towards YouTube and all the other platforms that, you know, you can't say all these certain words because we're so close to communists almost. Uh, You know, they're (laughs) watching what we say. But so this is really the big this was the driver, I would say. Wouldn't you say this was the driver of our group was a stolen election? You know, of course, you have COVID and you have all these other things. COVID had been there the year before, but the real driver was the election when we had saw the shutdowns in March of 2020 we went through 2020 and all this stuff and you know they they used the Defense Production Act to make masks and these machines and we started finding out all this information that started getting suppressed and it was just so maddening what was happening and then November rolls around and then we went to the Jericho March December 15th we Mm -hmm. went to J6 um and, uh, you know, we saw what happened, okay? We were a long ways from the Capitol when this went down. We were we watched the Trump speech all the way to the end. When we got over there with the main crowd, it was already going down. Like, yeah. very few people even went there from the main group. We saw people praying and singing. And, you know, it was just the most loving, amazing crowd. There was no violence. There was no talk of overthrowing the government. It was totally nothing like that. Right. And when I got home, January sixth, I did an Instagram post and I talked about the 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 what I was seeing, right? And it was so far from reality, kind of like what you said. It was you suddenly saw these things that were like so f- misconstrued. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what is going on? And and you know, to be, let I me mean, just backtrack real quick, only a few seconds here. The real reason that I got pulled into this was the impeachment of Donald Trump. When the impeachment of Donald Trump trials happened, I got glued to the TV and I have an older brother, Johnny, who's a political genius and a history buff and he knows all this stuff. And he would talk and yak about, you know, the, 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 uh, he would talk about the uh, dossier and the steel dossier and all this stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're, he's kind of radical, right? He's always like, he's always <laughs> talking crazy, right? And I'm like, you know, dismissed him as he's just nutty and he got into politics and it warped his mind, right? Um, but I, when I started watching that impeachment trial, I was like, wow, like these people really are nuts. Like they really don't have any part of them that's connected to reality. They're just so some total other, uh, they're often some other la-la land with an agenda and they don't care what they do, who's in the way, how many people they hurt to get where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So when we saw the election stolen, um, you know, I mean, really after J6 and then January 20th, our inauguration, we hung our. when did we first meet? the 29th 30th
2: january 30th is a saturday
1: mm-hmm. so i'm actually i actually um impressed with myself here because i thought i took like three or four weeks that i hung my head and cried you know <laughs> um after the inauguration i thought it was several three to four weeks that i just was devastated right i mean we were devastated we yeah actually funny little story me and her should i tell the story what we went and did we actually went walmart Remember? The, oh, yeah. yeah
0: let's go ahead. So we
1: were this confident that Trump was going to get back in there. We went to Walmart and spent hundreds of dollars on celebrations for the party when Trump came back.
2: Celebration items. Yes. We
1: bought all the stuff and it was more of a, you know, even a prophetic declaration that he's coming back and that this is going to happen and that this is our confidence in what God's going to do and what, you know, what's going to happen for our country. And I still have that stuff and it's still going to happen, by the way. <laughs> Yes. Um yep. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so anyway we uh you know so obviously 10 days after inauguration, me and Jonathan, I called my buddy Jonathan. We had a phone call. Well, I think we both text each other that day and we said we have to talk. And so we called each other and we were on the same wavelength. Like it was freaky. Like we were both like, we gotta do what are we gonna do? We have no idea. Let's have a meeting. And that's how we the people can started. Um would we have seven people seven people
2: yeah yeah and so
1: it was about it was about bringing um you know hope to people to come together and say there may not look like there's anything we can do but we can we can come together as a you know uh relationships it's all about relationships in my life right now there's nothing more important than good relationships and that's what we were trying to i think build with the group right and uh we came up with our little uh values thing that we have christine if you would go over it at some point you wanted to but uh that's kind of where, where the group started
2: and i wanted to point out too joanna swallen who is uh she and tom um they own mulligans they've owned mulligans for three years now and she came and oh, yeah. spoke to our group first time and uh they're okay. big patriots and so i had actually met them before our group started they were they were saying that they couldn't even go anywhere to eat because they had to mask everywhere they went so they had to eat at their own restaurant
1: they had the best restaurant they would not put up with it
2: they were one of the few that refused to mask anyone (laughs)
0: yeah i love joanna i she's actually one of the first ones that i shared the curriculum with last june she was going to help me try and get it out um you know because everything is just taking a hard left turn Mm -hmm. and they're coming after our kids it's going to be a uh, godless agenda, you know what they're doing trying to uh, push all of the the trans and LGBT stuff on the children um,
2: you know just, absolutely
0: just taking uh, taking God and the family structure out of uh, normalcy, um, mm-hmm. you know they're mm-hmm. trying to normalize ridiculous agendas that you know they're two generations away and uh, um, you know, we we have to do something. Uh, General Flynn has a really great quote, something along the lines, and I always mess it up. just local, uh, local steps forward makes a national impact. Um, yes,
1: yes. that's good. That's really that good. I see that actually spoke to me. I remember when he said that, mm-hmm. They talked about the local when we started our group, he was starting to really spout that. And that actually, was a big driver for holding our group that literally that quote really and that what he would say really inspired us and I really Mm -hmm. believe that you know what he was saying about you know local um you know it makes a national impact and now I see that very clearly back in the beginning we were still hoping that we'd have this you know big whatever I don't even know what we were hoping for but I just thought there was something was going to happen right and Trump was going to come back and and, you know, there was these backup plans. they never allow this traitor, you know, into our uh, White House. And, and, uh, and so when we, went, as we saw this thing head downhill is where I have dug my heels in and said, you know, it's on us, mm-hmm. it's on us. Like we yeah. are the last line of defense between um, complete tyranny and a godless agenda. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you love God and you love freedom in the constitution, this is not an under overstatement. They hate you. Yeah. They are coming for you.
0: A hundred percent. Correct. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, I'm so glad I see all of these people standing up, all the parents going to the school board meetings and communities coming together, trying to form a stronger bond, you know, like more hands and hands and armed together yes. to uh, stand up for what's right. Like you said, you got to take, the politics out of, uh, out of everything. And you just have to stand oh, yeah. up and do what's right. Because if we don't, then who will, right? right. Yeah, That's exactly right. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah we so, need to stop thinking there's a backup plan. No matter Even if there was something, we can't have that mindset. It causes us to be complacent.
0: Absolutely right. right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Um, Jason, I know in the beginning, you said that there are some events that are coming up. If you want to speak on that.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, one, our group has supported one of our missions was to support candidates, support events. Um, I actually ran for county central committee in the May 3rd primary and I actually won my seat. It's kind of shocking. Um, <laughs> awesome. I, I, I ran against the mayor here and uh, I got it. I, I have this cool story that's going to be part of my history. I won by an exact 100 votes. So I'm 100 percent you know, I say, so one, I'm, I'm in the 100 Club, literally, right? Um, so anyway, the reason I point that out is that because our group has been very supportive, right, of me doing that and of campaigns. Me and Christine have been on uh, several campaigns here in Ohio. And we also are able to support uh, events like we have coming up. Um, so June 18th, which uh, we're recording, this is Tuesday, uh, but June 18th, there's an event in uh, Avon, and so what we're doing is i'm part of an election integrity group called the ohio precinct strategy this is kind of a side thing that we did we started a website called the ohioprecinctstrategy.org and our our goal behind that was to get people into these boards of elections and we wanted to watch what was happening and not connect it to the republican party you know we saw what happened in the 2020 election. The Republican party did nothing to stop a straight up robbery of the American people. We got robbed and they refused to do anything. So we, we, we uh, took the blanket of five candidates. We got five ca- uh, candidates running for national. Uh, you know, uh, we had, we had uh, a governor. Well, let me think. We had a governor, a three Senate candidates. Good mm-hmm. mark. And uh, Congress. Uh, um, John Adams. We had a Secretary of State. Secretary of State. So we had a Governor candidate, a Secretary of State, and three people that are running for Senate mm-hmm. signed a document. A lot of people don't know this, but that under that blanket, you have the authority to go into these boards of elections and watch our elections. And uh, it was interesting. I'll just try to go through the process here real quick. But yeah, like it's it's it, it, yeah, um, <laughs> it's interesting that. Um, uh, when we got in there, this how scared these people were. You could see it in their face. I mean, they were like, "Oh, wow!" They didn't couldn't believe we we were we got in there like five candidates. Like, how did you get five candidates? So anyway, we had sixty four people reporting to the Ohio Precinct Strategy on election day and the ten days after, and we gathered a ton of information. Right, uh, we got the incident reports from almost all the boards of elections we were at. We bought the incident reports. Um, we have so much data. And so what we did is we took that and uh, with a national uh, plan, so the leader of the uh, group is Haba. She's part of a national coalition uh, that were secretary of states and different people, uh, candidates and uh, other, you know, Mark Fincham from Arizona was in on it. Um, Juano Saban is a part of it. And so we took uh, that group and we brought them to Ohio on June 18th. And so we have people, uh, Mark Lind, who does uh, fourth generation warfare. We have uh, Steve Herzer, who did the only uh, audit ever in the state of Ohio. Uh, the Cuyahoga County did an audit in 2004, the only audit to ever happen in the United States. Steve Hertzler led that effort. So he's gonna be there talking. Our leader Hava is gonna go over all this information that we gathered at the boards of elections. Um, and we have, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be emceed by Laura Logan. So we have the America project uh-huh. that is helping uh, fund this. They took a t- notice when we had these, got into these boards of elections. And so, yes, yeah, so we are very honored to have Laura Logan there um, and some other amazing speakers, some national, uh, part of the national coalition. Um, we have guys like Juano Sabin, who's gonna be there and be a part, uh, you know, for support and uh, the connections there that can be made. So we are super excited, June 18th in Avon, Ohio, um, at uh, Tom's Country Place at a wedding venue there that we rented for the day. And we're going to be going over a ton of information. So uh, we're, we're really excited. And our group has been a huge supporter of that. A lot of our group is going to be there and be supporting um, you know, us. And we're going to go through some additional training afterwards and you know, see how we can be involved.
0: That's amazing. And I will put all of that information up on the screen just so you guys can jot it down. I told you you're going to want a pen and paper at the beginning of this. This is an amazing event that is very because you guys are going to want to attend if you can um, is there anything else that
2: you would like to go over quickly before we hop off for the night um, i was going to send you a little um uh, an invite to or whoever wants to come to a worship night we're having on june 30th i can send you that um little picture invite uh, I also wanted to give you our email for the We the People in wow. Canton. Um, that email is Canton at gmail.com. So that's how you can get a hold of us. We also have a Facebook page, We the People. And uh, we once we get our uh, group numbers in or we have people starting to come on a regular basis, we add them to our GroupMe app. So, But the biggest thing is that we have a Facebook page and an email address and um, hopefully a website at some point. But that's all we have for now.
0: And I will put all of that up here on the screen so you guys can follow it, find them on Facebook. Um, If you have any questions, email them. I will put the email over here as well. Um, Is We The People just a Canton thing or are they located throughout Ohio?
1: Uh, Right now, it's uh, We the People's just in Canton. We have a a friend in Columbiana County that is wanting to start one of the groups. We have someone in New Philadelphia, Tuscarawas County, someone in Holmes County. We have lots of people that, um, if I have the bandwidth to go help these people, I want to go help them start groups. All it is, is finding the people that care about a common cause, right? And I really want to encourage anyone that sees this, that isn't part of something like that, to you can start your own group all it is is the most common phrase in america right now we the people right Mm -hmm. and so we take that phrase and we turn it into a movement of people who have the same cause who care about the same issues we come together and if nothing else you have community and people uh you know you feel like you're a part of something we had we have amazing speakers in there um We had a constitutional lawyer there last week, just mind-blowing presentation. And so lots of amazing things. If you're ever in Canton, every Thursday night at 7 p.m. at Mulligan's Pub, we are always there. We have speakers or open, uh, or sometimes we just share. So just open hangout night. Um,
0: Amazing. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, I would love to have you back on maybe after the event on Saturday. And if you would like to be... uh, Monthly guests on just to kind of keep everybody up to date. Thank you
2: so much for having.
0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make My Pillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped My Pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA.
2: When I got My Pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I
1: stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning.
0: That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned.